720 WGN. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. It is 319. You're getting a mixed bag of weather. Yes, your commute will be impacted. We will keep you up to date. In fact, Tom Skilling's producer, Bill Snyder, will join us a little later in the show and help us clarify the line between rain and snow. Been pretty easy to do that the past few storms, so stick around for that. Alderman Brendan Riley is with us. I know, based on reading your Twitter feed, that you are strongly endorsing Paul Vallis for mayor of Chicago. But I will say I did appreciate your March 1st tweet that said, despite being very happy with last night's municipal election results, I'd like to acknowledge Mayor Lori Lightfoot's hard work and resolve during one of our nation's most challenging times. I wish her well in her next endeavor. So is it Paul that you hope to be working with? Come summer? I, yes. Yeah, I think Paul would be a, a superior uh, choice for mayor, and he's someone I've known for more than 20 years. Uh, but his background and experience um, and his ability to lead large organizations, I think, really sets him up for success. And, you know, we're at a crossroads in Chicago. We've been through hell and back the last four years, and we really need someone who's going to lead. And I'm just concerned. Well, I think Brandon Johnson's a very smart guy, a very nice guy. Um, we don't need to have kind of leadership on the job training. And I think Paul has a breadth of experience that really uh, we need right now as a city. And, and so um, I'm really hoping that uh, the rest of the voters in Chicago agree um, that Paul's exactly what we need uh, at this critical moment in, in our city's history. Okay. Alderman Riley, will you please put in a phone call and ask him to come on WGN? He came yes, here right when he kicked it off, and he was like, I'll come back in the studio anytime, Lisa. Since then, crickets. Uh, well, I'll absolutely work on that. Uh, he, he loves GN. I just know his schedule's been ridiculous. He's barely getting time scheduled to sleep these days, but I'm sure we'll help, we'll, he'll come back and visit with you. Okay, now about NASCAR and the taste of Chicago. Are you honestly telling me you did not find out that it was moving until you were at an event at Navy Pier, or how did that all come about actually actually it's worse than that so um neither alderman hopkins or myself received any phone call or heads up from the mayor's office uh, the department of cultural affairs and special events that typically approves these things um, we actually found out from officials at navy pier so we, we i received a phone call from navy pier saying hey alderman were you aware of this big move and of course i wasn't um, and had I been consulted previously, I would have told the mayor exactly what I told the press yesterday, which is this is a ridiculous idea. And you're asking far too much of the police department to keep the NASCAR race course safe while also protecting the lakefront during the July 4th week of festivities, plus guarding a brand new venue at Polk Brothers Park in front of Navy Pier for the, the taste of Chicago. So um, on, on many different levels, this is problematic and um, I think they're trying to do too much. And, and if they had not been in such a hurry to cram this NASCAR thing down our throats, they might have noticed for a moment that there were going to be some conflicts with very important events like the Taste of Chicago. Alderman, when I heard that story, uh, I, I, you know, I, is, is the Taste of Chicago's time passed? I mean, is it time to just say thanks for the memories and move on? I don't think so. I mean, I can tell you the Illinois Restaurant Association sure loves it, and it's a way for um, smaller neighborhood restaurants to get a higher profile downtown. Um, And so for a marketing uh, benefit, uh, I think it exists for the industry. 
And then for tourists, you know, it's become a tradition for a lot of people. It's not, it's not an event for everyone. I'll be honest. I don't spend a lot of time at the Taste. Uh, but a lot of other folks seem to really like it. And I, I think loved it when they had it, music, you know, when we had concerts yeah, and it was a big right. festival. It, it really was competitive with Summerfest at one point, And now it continues right. to dwindle. So maybe yeah. a new venue will breathe some life into it. But I, 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 I understand your point that there's no way that it could possibly take place the same time that NASCAR is. Yeah, I think that's that's ridiculous. And, and you know, the other thing is, People are used to going to Grant Park uh, for this event, and maybe they won't be as interested in trying to trek out to uh, Navy Pier, especially when half of the lanes of traffic on Lakeshore Drive are being taken up by a NASCAR track. So it's not going to be easy to get to and from Navy Pier that week anyway. Um, So (laughs) I think it's a challenging location. It's also a much, much smaller footprint. And you have a lot of pedestrian and vehicular and bicycle traffic conflicts down there by the pier. Uh, I think it'd be very, very hard to pull off logistically. How about uh, um, so for, how about along uh, Wabash in front of the temporary casino? God, yeah, <laughs> let's, trying let's to fire him up, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, all these all these rough decisions. You know, these chickens are all coming home to roost. <laughs> <laughs> now, is is there no possible way that you could do the taste and NASCAR? Because what a better way to feed people who are attending that event and to introduce them to Chicago restaurants through all the food trucks, because it's mostly food trucks now. It is. Unfortunately, the, the footprint of NASCAR is so massive and intrusive to the park. It's Physically, there's no, there's no room for them. You know, also, NASCAR is doing their own music festival. They've got their own food vendors, um, and that's one of their profit centers, according to the contract. So, uh, I, my guess is they don't want the competition, um, but there are provisions in this contract uh, that would require um, the city and NASCAR to compensate these restaurants for lost revenues. Uh, any any events that are displaced from the park due to NASCAR um, are entitled to getting uh, remunerated for their expenses and losses. So that's another potential um, issue for, for everyone here. And I, I think that explains why the city did this last-minute switcheroo um, I think to try and avoid that scenario from coming up, but here we are. Alderman Brendan Riley is with us. He represents the 42nd Ward with a name like that. I've got to think you're marching in the parade this weekend. Oh, I wouldn't miss it. Uh, absolutely. It's one of my, my favorite days in Chicago. Absolutely. Will there ever be a time when we can have the parade on the day? I mean, next year will be great because it appears that it will happen on a Saturday. It just seems so early to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, no, I, it's just that's been the, the, the practice here in Chicago. The city has always wanted to do the parade downtown the weekend before the actual St. Patrick's Day. I think initially that long predates my time here, but I can tell you, I think that at the time, the thinking was by having the parade a weekend before would be less nonsense and, and drunken disorderly conduct and all that. That I think is absolutely false now. I mean, we see what happens on parade day and it's a disaster. Yeah, um, I think you know, I, all the, uh, <laughs> I, I do go back to when it used to be on Saturdays and I was, I was working here and I, that was exactly what they said, but I think you're right. I mean, I think the crowds were less just because, I mean, a lot of people didn't work or a lot of work didn't get done, but right. you didn't have whole crowds of people, whole buses of people coming in from down uh, from the North side and South side and the suburbs to sort of, infiltrate downtown on a saturday afternoon either right that's right so 
yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely evolved. You know, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem doing it on actual St. Patrick's Day, but I think uh, the planners, you know, the plumbers are, are the ones who really put that whole parade together. Um, it's their preference, and, and they do all the work, so I, I defer to them. And, Alderman, do you think that the new mayor will just nix the taste of Chicago this year, or one of our people that are she's waiting on the phone right now suggests it moves to Labor Day weekend? What do you think is going to happen with the taste? Well, what I've suggested is a potential solution is, is just that, that, that I, I would say move this event into the fall um, so that we have fewer conflicts. Frankly, you know, everyone wants to do programming in the park during the warmest summer months. And so there, there is a little bit of flexibility towards the end of the season schedule where they could make it work if they really want to. So um, that's my preference. Keep it the same venue where we're used to the logistics and how to secure it. Um, that's my preference rather than try and rush this thing and cram it in on an already busy and dangerous weekend for Chicago. Um, I think that's a more prudent move. Thank you so much for joining us on WGN. Now call your friend Paul Vallis. Say he's not. He's up next. <laughs> I've got my assignment. I've got my assignment. Thank you so much. Oh, geez. And somebody just said 2024 is a leap year. So March 17th will be a Sunday. We'll take it. Hopefully, hopefully they'll do it on Sunday. Steve has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.